We're back. We're back in studio, what, MJ. What happened to our studio, though? I see you had, like, clutter all over our studio. It was messy. I did. Yeah. You know what? Because I'm doing this thing right now in my house where I concentrate on getting one room, eliminating what I don't need, cleaning it thoroughly. Right. So I have done my master bathroom. It is clean in there right oh. now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I have to move on. It's hard to do that when you also work, you know, a day job, too. You know how, like, <laughs> like radio hosts, they'll come in in the morning and they'll they'll come in and they'll set up, they'll turn on the, the mics and it'll be like, what happened to the sound? I didn't change anything. I don't think I've changed anything over the last six weeks. And I cannot get the system to work tonight. <laughs> you do this every it week. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why we need to hire, like, a producer or something like that. <laughs> we need to hire somebody that knows something about that, that would soundboard. Be a, now, if we were making money at this, it would be a lot easier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and so we got Kat here on the podcast this week. Hello. Hi. <laughs> a new guest. Yes. Yay. Which I never thought she would be on because she was really <laughs> too shy before to, to come on and say anything on mic. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, it's fine. Just yeah, like, not, you'll you'll ignore all this the, stuff once you like warm up because yeah, we were like yeah. that at first too, and now we're just like we say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> plus, plus so the, the please three, say whatever you yeah, want yeah, too. Plus, the three of us are the only ones listening to this, anyways. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like everyone. No, listening. and Sydney, Sydney has told yeah. us that she's our faithful yeah, yeah. listener, and, and I think we still shout have, out. I, th- I still think we have that hate listener up in Portland. Hate listener? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because we have somebody from Portland that listens to every episode. Hey, shout out like to they, her. Yeah, hey. Shout out to her, too. Right. Like, Hopefully I, she's doing good. This, our show is literally called Reality Redemption. She yeah. deserves redemption, too. Yeah. So shout out to you. Yeah. And maybe we're Much redeeming love. ourselves. Much love to you. Although, although I think we're still blocked on all the social media. But she's a hater. I'm not even so on social media anymore. <laughs> I mean, I got... Oh, well, I know. I don't go on Facebook. I, I quit <laughs> Facebook when that whistleblower came out. So I was like, you know what? I'm getting sucked into this, though. I was starting to, like, really not like people based off of their views. And I'm like, so I backed off. You know, I'm like, you know what? These... It is very hard for people to go against what they've always been taught and to grow and to not like say such hateful things on I didn't say hateful things to people but like I would respond to the hate (laughs) where I would respond to the hate like probably a little I remember being mean to this one girl because she was like doing the whole bull crap about the um, transgender in the bathroom situation and I was just like they just want to piss you know but I yeah. you know I found myself like getting I'm like god what a disgusting person you are and it's yeah. like and it's it is a disgusting way to think of things you know but now that I look at it I'm like well she's I'm sure she has some good qualities it's, she's probably not completely disgusting in everything in her life you know but she was probably raised a different way than I was and it's hard to go against everything you've ever been taught you know it's like with strangers I use the block button a lot if they're just like draining my my energy too much and then 
Yeah. You know, some uh, I don't some even people. engage anymore. Yeah, it's not worth I the time don't. usually. I, I used to. I know. It's like you even like I think that's that's kind of the thing that is difficult is figuring out who's worth the time because I know you can get through to some people cuz everyone mm-hmm. has you know had something that they've changed their mind on at some point and it usually is like a a slow shift over time and but it's like you can plant the seed of thought but you're not going to get the instant gratification of those people automatically changing their minds and then some people just aren't even worth engaging mm-hmm. i think trying to discern between those you know who's worth the effort and who's not is difficult exactly i just didn't <laughs> want to not like people because of what i read from them through social media because i'm like i know that they're more than that because i'm more than that i'm more than just what i put out on facebook or what i did and i was just like and it sucks a lot of my time it really yeah. is time suck <laughs> it, really, you, it really is to quote bill maher it's use it suck. with intention but if you don't use it with intention then it will just drain too much of your time exactly energy <laughs> exactly boundaries <laughs> exactly speaking of energy um did you see like a Dennis Rodman wants to go to Russia now to free Brittany Griner and he got permission to do it? No way. Biden I, told him not to do it, but he's going over Russia. Dennis Rodman, <laughs> Dennis Rodman's one of my birthday twins. He oh. played on the Chicago Bulls. He had a, he oh, would always wow. like bleach his hair like blonde and sometimes dye it green yeah. and all different colors Tatted and have up. tons of tattoos mm-hmm. before the other players did. Yeah, I mean, this he, he was, was back like. He was married to Carmen Electra. He would, and he would, um, he would dress. He yeah. would dress in drag a lot, though. Too yeah. remember when he dressed in like the wedding dress and I the hope, veil and everything. I hope he's smart enough not to bring any uh, CBD gummies over there, like Brittany did. I know. There's also another person who is <laughs> facing like a 14-year prison <laughs> sentence, and I'm like, why don't they try to do the same deal for that? Person, because it's for the same thing. The the guy right. had brought over cannabis oil because he um he actually had a prescription here in the United States because it was for something to do with his back. He had severe back pain, but you can't take it to another country. Yeah, I mean, probably just wouldn't chance it at yeah. all with I kn- no countries no. like that that are no. looking for any reason to. And just like, why would you want to go to? Why would you want to go to Russia right now? (laughs) Well, it's because they pay her a lot of money to play there during the off season. Yeah, (laughs) because the WNBA doesn't earn as enough as the NBA and all that stuff. Right. But it's a women's league, and they don't earn as much money because they don't have TV contracts. And because they don't have. The fan base either. I mean, we should start going to WNBA games then. I mean, like, I feel bad. It's like. Where is all the free Britney signs now, though? Remember last summer? Britney Spears, free Britney. I think there's still. Oh, you mean Britney Spears? Yeah. Free. Yeah. Britney Spears is free. I think she's pregnant, yeah. right? She's... No, she lost the 
Oh, that's yeah. sad. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. But that's that was the last I heard on her was she was happy and pregnant and and, and now there's all this stuff right. with Kevin Federline again and because he's keeping the kids away from her or the kids don't want to see her because she hasn't seen them in years. And this is why we don't do celebrity podcasts. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it? Like the, I don't are her kids adults yet? It seems uh, like th- it, it's so. been forever. Yeah. So can't yeah. they just... I think they're I mean, like 18. <laughs> then why yeah. does he need to get involved? I don't know. It's like they're adults. <laughs> if they don't want to see their mom, then, I mean, that sucks. But Although Brittany did clap back pretty good. On him and her camp said to him, he goes, well, yeah, you talk a lot for someone that's been uh, mooching off Britney Spears money. For no shit. <laughs> that's what that's what I would say. I'd be like, what do you have to say in this anyways? Like the kids, if the kids are grown, you should have like no comment towards me. <laughs> We're not. Uh, yeah. That's crappy. And in other um, <laughs> entertainment news, uh, have you watched the new Beavis and Butthead? Oh, it's out now? Of course. Oh, it's great. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I was like one of the biggest Beavis and Butthead fans did, back in high school. Did you watch the latest one with the raccoons? I don't know. I don't think I've seen that one. When do they come out? What day? Oh, uh, I think Wednesdays or Thursdays. Oh, then I don't think I've seen last one yet. But I'm going to have to watch it. But for the people who haven't watched it yet, instead of just watching music videos in between the little shorts... They watch like TikTok videos. I saw the one where the girl was getting into college. Yeah. <laughs> that one was hilarious, and they're all like, "What is it?" I'm like, "This is almost better than them watching the music videos and critiquing them." Yeah. Is it on? It's like Netflix Paramount, Paramount or Plus. Oh, Par- I don't have that. Yeah. These damn streaming <laughs> services. I know. Why can't they why can't you just get one and then you have access to everything? It's such <laughs> bullcrap. Yeah, the worst, worst is South Park because they'll do half of them on HBO and half of them on Paramount Plus. You have to flop back and forth. I know. There's I'm like I'm starting to get to where it's like, Matt and Trey, are you guys just fucking with your fans? I mean like, will you make us go here? Then you then you gotta go here. Because then they get pissed off at this service, so then they move to a different service. Well, and I'm was, like, oh. was, wasn't I ironic the one that they did about the water? But they called it the streaming the streaming, wars. Yeah. And, and the, water, were, the water was a metaphor for the streaming services. Right. They're making fun of it, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But this isn't what we came here to talk about. Right. <laughs> so Let's the, get and, to the point. <laughs> the entertainment section is done. Now the business <laughs> at hand. So, Kat... Um, before you kind of just kept your political opinions to yourself, you didn't really engage. You weren't really out there as uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Someone on the <laughs> left or it, it, uh, outspoken? Outspoken. Oh, I didn't know if you were already going into the political part of it yet. So outspoken. Back in the studio, I have to talk for all day too, so I'm thrown off my game. Um, activist, if that was the word I was looking uh-huh. for. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. an yeah, you, you were okay. never really an activist, but and I'll let you talk about this part after the decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. You felt like you needed to have your voice out there. 
It's like I've, I've always felt like I have a lot to say, but just been like afraid to to say anything. And I watch other people, but and and I think I had it in my head that like I don't know every aspect of a subject, so who am I the authority to speak on it? But then it's like I kind of had this revelation that. Everyone's sort of just figuring it out as we go, <laughs> as they go. So it's like, well, I'm, you know, passionate about, to me, this is more of a human rights issue, not political. Like, I, I like to try to emphasize that it's not a partisan issue, but that's, that's what I just kind of threw myself into it by speaking at at a board of supervisors meeting and I've just been kind of trying trying to pick up the slack on that and keep going with it because I see there's a lot of, of little groups around that were doing like the marches and the the rallies and stuff but they're like sporadic little groups and I kind of want to to have a goal of like unifying them all to have a stronger voice um, so so we can all you know be together and like coordinate under other other larger groups kind of so I went ahead and made like a Facebook page and I've been uh, keeping up with other other uh, the larger groups like Planned Parenthood and the Women's March and NARAL and like kind of trying to coordinate stuff with them and then also educating people I think is important because I feel like there's just a lot of misinformation and people don't uh -huh. realize the full scope of what's happening. I think that's what really... Um, kind of pushed me over the edge to finally speak up was seeing all the all of the crazy things that were coming about after the overturn of Roe versus Wade and seeing how it, it's really a slippery slope into a lot of bad things yeah <laughs> like a lot of it's, other things and I think that that was important what you hit on like where you were talking about how the partisanship of it. Like, when Roe was first passed in 73, it was passed also from conservative people on the Supreme Court. It wasn't, it wasn't like it is today. It's never, it wasn't supposed to be like this. And um, it has been turned into that, unfortunately. But, I mean, there are, I know a lot of, women who identify as Republican and still are pro-choice. Yeah. You know, I don't know why they they think that they can do this, you know, like the the current Supreme well, Court what, that we have. But it's I, a statistic, like 80% of the United States in a whole supports Roe versus Wade. It's, it's something like that. Right. Yeah, I think depending on the source you look at, it's like a definite majority. It's like I've seen numbers between like 60 and 80 right. percent. Like it's way well over half. <laughs> well, yeah, in Kansas, 
um, when they put that on the ballot and they just voted on it in the primary, um, they had record number of people registering to vote and 75% of that record number was women. <laughs> like women were pissed. Women were like, oh, hell no. And Kansas is... I don't know if you've ever been to Kansas. I, my family, yes. Uh, um, my mother's side of the family is from Kansas. And so I've been there quite a few times. It is extreme Bible Belt. I mean, you will drive every every so mile you drive. There is literally a billboard up about abortion and, uh, and yeah. how it's wrong and all this stuff. I mean, it is very, yeah. very concerning. Well, that's why I was going to ask. Um, say to you about Indiana was it was the same way was you would drive every so often abortion is probably a lot like Kansas all those states kind of in that area are pretty similar that's why that's why I feel like it's important to like stress that there's a distinction that it's like nonpartisan because there are people on on every side of the issue that that are pro-choice and there there are like religious people that are pro-choice and there are conservative people that are pro-choice so it's like I want to kind of make sure that I don't uh, have rhetoric real divisive rhetoric that makes it feel like I'm really like pointing fingers because nobody tends to be receptive when when you have the attitude of like blame, blame you, pointing your finger at them, right. it's like you kind of. I feel like you have to meet people where they are and slowly, slowly introduce them to information, and slowly get them to come over. Like the people that are receptive to it, but you also have to, you know, figure out. You gotta like vet who's worth your time and who's just an emotional drain of energy. Yeah. Right. But the ones that are receptive that do, you know, lean more towards those seemingly contradicting things, it's like you can usually reach them through different different ways of uh, wording like like I think the bodily autonomy aspect is a lot more effective than trying to really uh, like be too emotional I guess like I think if you if you focus more on on like the fact that it has to do with freedom individual freedom because Uh a lot of conservatives are very much about individualism that's a very good way that's that's like probably the thing that you can find the common ground on, that you can start introducing other information to try to get people to understand what's going on. <laughs> especially here. I mean, you have a brilliant idea, especially going at it with the freedom idea. I mean, because how many times do we hear from people, freedom, they you, they stole the My Body, My Choice for mask wearing. I mean, they were like, yeah. My Body, My Choice, you know? So it's like... Yeah, if you can if you can have the conversation at that just like the freedom. And there and and the thing about abortion too, the whole abortion issue is there's 
abortion is kind of like a spectrum, what people yeah. are comfortable with versus what they're not comfortable with. I mean, and there's some people who aren't comfortable with it at all. I mean, they're very extreme. They're like, not even for rape. Not, we're seeing that happen in some states, not even for rape, not even for incest, not even for the life of the mother. And then there's people who are okay with it. You know, there's like the different weak things. I'm personally, I'm like, if somebody tells me that they don't want to have a baby, well, not me specifically, but if somebody says they don't want to have a baby, I think we should listen to them. I think that we should not be bringing, forcing people to bring in unwanted children onto the planet when yeah. we don't really need more people right now anyways. I mean, the planet is in trouble. So I'm like, I'm probably considered extreme left wing when it comes to, I'm like, if someone says they don't want to have a baby and they want to have an abortion, it's, it's not my choice. Yeah. It's their choice. I think people can, some people don't understand that you can be, uh, you know, like pro-life for yourself. Like if you were mm -hmm. to become pregnant, that that would just not be an option to abort, you know, but, but also acknowledge that other people have different circumstances and different beliefs and that it's not your place to impose your brand of morality onto them. And, and there's <laughs> things that can go wrong in a pregnancy. I mean, a lot of, yeah, a lot of abortions that happen are from people who wanted their kids. They wanted the baby, the, but the, the baby so doesn't. Late-term abortions. Yeah. That the right. That's like when reference to <laughs> when like a baby dies inside yeah. of. It's like no, that person wanted that baby, but if you leave that baby in there, yeah. until the heartbeat goes away, that woman has a chance of going septic. Yeah, she will die. There's already cases of that in yes. some of these states. I know, and it's mind blowing. I'm like thinking about like. As the woman, as the person carrying the the fetus and, and having to, like, feel it die in you. You, you have know? a like, dead baby in there. Traumatic. Yeah. 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 And you have to, you're forced to still carry it around because there's a faint heartbeat. But, and they have the heartbeat law. And you're like, can you imagine? If you, can you imagine? Like, I think about... I try to always put myself in somebody else's shoes. Could you imagine being a woman that, shit, you probably had a whole baby room set up yeah. and names picked out and you were excited. And then this happens and the baby dies and you're like already devastated because of that. Yeah. And then on top of it, they, they're not allowed to remove the baby because the doctor could face being charged yeah the mother and the dog can be charged <laughs> it's like if, if you miscarry could you imagine some of these states if you miscarry you could be subject to to like investigation to look into whether they right. think that you caused the miscarriage so not only are you devastated because you had a you know, you were wanting to have a child and then you didn't, but now you're being looked at like a criminal. <laughs> right. And that's, uh, I don't know why some people can't seem to have empathy or a lot of people don't seem like they're capable of that until it literally happens to them. Exactly. I don't. 
They don't get it don't until <laughs> they're faced with it. Yeah. Exactly. It's it. That's what it, it's Some not people, like they lack empathy, <laughs> but yeah, they won't understand yeah. until it actually happens to them. They can't listen to someone else tell the struggles of their story and feel something. It's like they still don't care until it happens to them specifically or someone that they know who they're very close with. Then they yeah. can learn that way too. Well, I think that's because our political leaders and the the social media aspect of it is we've just become being so mean to each other all the time. Like the ones that the Republicans statement, like the Marjorie Taylor Greens will say, well, the Democrats support, um, Abortion up until the child is born. No. Or yeah, they'll no, say they once don't. they're born, so and it's like, propaganda. that is murder. I've literally that is heard, like, I've heard, like, people that are, that are forced birth or ideology reference that they're, that they are against uh, having newborns taken out or killed out of, like, that that's literally something they think that they just kill like clubbing a baby, like clubbing a baby. Yeah, like they literally think that's something that's going on, and it's because there's there's politicians and there's people that have done all this propaganda and people and, who have and, voice and, boxes and, and, that you know, shouldn't. You know, I mean, they have like a platform yeah, and, and they tell wild. people this. And I, and I, except for a few politicians that seem to be really stupid. I don't think the person, the politician really believes what they're saying, but they know. They're the, using the, it the, as the, a bargaining the, chip. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, common den- the common denominator that they're counting on is, and this isn't insulting anybody, a lore educated person is really going to believe what they're saying. It literally, they can influence most they of the problems in the person. world, I think, come down to. Like, like not very educated people. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they're easy to manipulate. Well, it's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I don't know why critical thinking isn't a subject in school and how, how to be like, just say you have a class and you can, here's a problem and you show both sides of the problem. Okay. This is the, say the left view. This is the right view. Okay. And usually the answer is somewhere in the middle. Did they take out in okay, because I didn't I didn't actually go to a critical thinking class until I went to community college and then I took uh, critical thinking. But in grade school, we used to I don't know if they still have this now, but do they still even have debate where you have to I I doubt it. Because that's, that's kind of, <laughs> I mean, that's part of like critical thinking right there, yeah. but it's like on the high school level I think or should, even grade school. They should teach the logical fallacies and, and, you know, like not just as an elective, but to everyone. Because if you can examine right. your yeah. mode of thinking, like your own thinking and see where you might have biases or you know, lo- logical fallacies and you can pick it apart and it helps you just cipher through information better and be better educated because mm-hmm. there's so much misinformation yeah. like online now and but, yeah, everywhere. And, well, it, it sounds pompous right? to say this though, but most teachers lean to the left, uh, which means that they've had 
no, more, that's true. more education. And then you hate this. You hate to go down that road and say like, well, conservatives are less educated. You don't, you don't really want to say that. But at the same time, teachers tend to be more empathetic people, right? And they mm-hmm. they want to give to cause. They want to give a lot of themselves to educate kids. Well, especially for that pay, they have to be empathetic people who <laughs> want to yeah. do more for people and help out and get treated poorly. I mean, we, the United States treats teachers like shit. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. It's like... It's, they've been doing it forever, too. It's kind of like they think they can just, I don't know why they target that, that profession so much and pick on them so much. Well, I think it's because that most educators lean to the left. So I think that's why they do it. Probably could be. I mean, that's not why they're going to say it. And, you know, they want... Frustrating that everything has to be made political like that. (laughs) Yeah. uh... Yeah, Yeah, because there are right-leaning teachers. I mean, it's like they're... Yeah. They need to quit with the stigmas. (laughs) I mean, and the... Yeah, well, I mean, like here in Arizona... They keep on going back to the voucher program where you can school choice and take money away from public education. Even though we won that one. Right. Like They so, should not be allowed to do that. No, we worked our asses off. Yeah. That and that, again, again, that was, yeah. that was like 70%. I think it was, it, was, it was high. It was like 70% or something people supported not yeah. doing the vouchers. Like, look at how many people we had to sign our petitions. Yeah. I had pages of it. I got all these people to sign it who are not. I mean, there was a few people who were very hesitant because they knew my views. And they're like, I'm not signing anything that you have. (laughs) And I had to sit down. I had to talk to them. I had to say, look, your kids are affected by this. The the tax dollars that are going to go to the public schools. Yeah. I finally won all of them over. I got all of them. It is possible to to change people's minds sometimes. You know. (laughs) Or they just got so annoyed with me, they're like, fine, I'll just sign it so you <laughs> shut the fuck up and get out of my That's face. That's still a win. You know, no, wear them down. <laughs> it's still a win, right? Still Persistence. <laughs> when I was in Indiana, um, I was staying at a house during the training, and um, there was three other guys, and they're all about my age, one from Florida, one from Texas, and one from Louisville. Wow. And Wow, wow, and wow. But... We would sit, sit down and they'd be talking politics, but they weren't extremists. They weren't like, uh, you know, they were kind of like. They yeah, didn't go to one six. Yeah, yeah. They weren't like, yeah, Trump probably shouldn't have done. Yeah, he shouldn't have tweeted that. He shouldn't have done that. And it was like the second or third night. And I was like, hey, I have to admit, I kind of lean to the left. And they were like, okay, yeah, we respect that. But he goes, but you have decent views, nothing that you're saying is out of the realm of, you know, this craziness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we need to do is yeah. I think you have, if you have these conversations and they weren't out of whack too, here's them on the right. Here's me on the left. We were really this close. Yeah. We just disagreed on a few things. Mm-hmm. I think, I think the politicians want people to, to, you know, vilify the other side to the extent that they think that everyone that has those similar views is polarized to the level that that they're showing when really most people are somewhere in the middle. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you I know, think it's good to have more of a diplomatic approach with stuff. Yeah. The one point, point is, you know, you can even take the FBI case with them raiding Trump's house. Okay. They were against it, you know, and he keeps on flipping. Yes, I took this. Yes, no, I declassified it. No, the FBI planned it. And that goes back to critical thinking. If that was Hillary Clinton, what would you say? Yeah. Also, critical thinking. If they planted it on your property, then why did you say that it was your stuff and you had the right to have it? Yeah, and see, I, I that doesn't make sense. See, flopping is. <laughs> like, see, I, I mean, hmm. like, do they think that their voter base is like fifty-first states, where <laughs> they were, you know, you say something, they you, had you, a go, you go through that experience, you wake up the next morning. Okay, I told you last night that I took the stuff. The next day, the the person that watches Fox News wakes up and goes, "No, I declassified it. He declassified it." <laughs> They go to sleep, they forget that, wakes up, and the next day they wake up and go, the FBI planted it. The FBI planted it. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can't have all this. And you hate the rag on the Fox News viewers, but they fall for it. And that's the argument. You'll go on Facebook and what be about, like, he had the right to take it. What about the people that are close? And like his lawyers, those two idiot lawyers that... That are now, you know, oh, yeah, we checked through the stuff and and it was all stuff that, you know, we gave everything back. It's like, now you're on the hook. I, what I want to know is what's the record count now for how many destroyed, uh, how many lives this man has destroyed? <laughs> I mean, what is the count up to now? Their, their careers are destroyed. I don't know if they'll be able to be lawyers again after this. Right. It's just like... What in the and why these people are so willing to just go down for him? I'm like, he's destroying your life. Did you guys not pay attention when Michael Cohen like yeah. got in trouble? Did you not pay attention to what happened to that guy? No, it's kind of like they're, they're lemmings and you see them, they're running off the cliff and they just keep on following each other, you know? Like, yeah, like, like, like how do you go from Mike Pence, best vice president ever, to Hang Mike oh, Pence? Yeah, hang Mike Pence. <laughs> and, and these are all pro-life people. I don't know. How did we get here from a portion of that's, that's, that's how this works. You know, we, we don't follow a script and we just get in this uh, range of thought and stuff. Um, you know, and go back to the, the, the pro-life thing. Maybe I should wait for snow to get back before I. It's like I, this. I hate that they have commandeered the phrase pro life. I feel like I refuse to call them that. I call them forced birthers. <laughs> right. <laughs> so do I. Because, Anymore. Because they don't because, care about because, the life because, once yeah, it's born. Okay. <laughs> All women are like incubators, <laughs> houses for babies. Yeah. I mean, that's how they're treating women. The, yeah. There's this guy. Um, Speaking of pro-life, the guy is Sky Esk. He's running for state um, legislature in, in uh, Oklahoma. And they dug up a few years ago, he posted on Facebook, that gay people are worthy of death and we should be in on the right to stone them. We would be right to stone them. 
is what he said. Now that would nuts. kill that would kill anybody's political career. But how do you say you're pro-life when you say stuff like that? Oh, you're pro-life unless you're gay. Is he so? Is he saying that he's getting this from the Bible? Because then shouldn't he stone his kids whenever yeah. they talk back to him? Yeah. He, well, he's, he is. <laughs> I mean, just like how Texas, just saying. Texas actually contemplated uh, implementing the death penalty for women that seek abortion. And although I don't think it went through, I don't think it would go through. But the fact that that was actually a thing that was seriously talked about and in like legislation, you know, that they are even contemplating that is really disturbing. Right. Well, <laughs> and these are the same people and that very said, not pro life <laughs> death penalty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, uh, well, well, just the fact that they all strongly support the death penalty, <laughs> yet still call themselves the pro life party. I'm like, do you. <laughs> Do you not see like the the hypocrisy in saying that if you're like all for the only time they're for life is when it's someone that's not not born yet because they're not okay with helping they're not okay with the WIC program they're not okay with welfare they're not okay with any of that they're not okay with healthcare for all they're not okay with all this stuff that it takes to raise a kid. So if they were going to sit there and say, look, we're forcing you, but we'll get, we'll help you out. They're yeah. not doing that though. Yeah. They're well, not things that have well, been proven to, to uh, lessen the number of abortions. And none of those include like making it illegal. <laughs> like more or less it's actual sex education and, well, but they don't support that. They yeah. Don't, they don't, do they None even of the have stuff sex that actually school? cuts down on abortions is anything I, I that they're supportive of. Like, the only thing they want to do is, is like, impose their authoritarian view of, like, making laws to restrict abortion. And that's, I don't think that's a good approach. Not that they actually care. It's... I think that it's just a bargaining chip that they use because it's a way to keep people, keep the classes down and control women. And yeah. that's really the root Keeping of the issue. Keeping them poor and stupid. Yeah, yeah that's well, their what brand. it's actually well, snow, about. Snow. <laughs> Although, you just asked, is there still sex education in school? Apparently there is because the, the news channel you were listening to Believes that they're sporting, they're teaching sodomy in first grade, right? No, what? to five year olds. So to that would be kindergarten. So kindergartners are kindergartner. Yeah, sodomy. this this radio host. I'm not going to say his name because mm-hmm. I really don't want to give him credit, but he claims go after him that then he will go after us. He claims <laughs> that that um they are teaching sodomy to. Five-year-olds. Because he made the statement, he goes, even if you consider yourself a liberal, even if you get, I'm doing his, I'm doing my my best impression. Even if you consider yourself a liberal, I would like to think that you at least would be against teaching sodomy to five-year-olds. And his slogan for his show is, 
The reason why his show is better than any other show or podcast out there is because it is based in rational thought. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so you serious? How is you thinking five-year-olds are being taught sodomy in kindergarten? How is that rational thought? There's like no way some, that a rational person would think that. Like a slippery slope fallacy or something. <laughs> I know. Like he's he all. He's got some, something with... Something and just he, like took it to the farthest end, you know, polarized thing that he could think of. <laughs> he's got a real thing with up. like... <laughs> With, like, butts and sticking things, you know, stuff about that. Because every show he makes the comment either about the sodomy being taught to five-year-olds or he makes some reference about, like, that. that's like giving me a rectal exam or something. And I'm just like, what is with you? What is with you? And the whole, yeah. What would Freud exactly. say? Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, and the only thing I can think of is they've got to be, he's got to be projecting, you know? Like when they sit there and like label other people as groomers and it's like, okay, is this a classic case of projection? Like, I don't know what to believe yeah. from you guys anymore because you guys are so batshit, you know? Like, you I don't know what to think. Right, like back with that bit Eddie Murphy did years ago where he was talking about homophobics and he was like, yeah, I hate you. I hate you. And he, he's doing the impression of hitting you. He goes, I hate you and your skin is so soft. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Because it's like, what the? It's somebody that has to talk about it nonstop. It, you're just like, why are you so obsessed with that? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's going on with you, bud? Yeah, and how, yeah. How, how come the uh, like you always find and yeah, you just say it's always a certain side and someone who is anti, you know, is the anti-gay, homophobic, mm-hmm. but they're the ones that are caught in the restroom, you know, doing some I act. Oh, yeah, caught in the bathroom. Yeah, I forget. I forget which. I forget if that person was a representative or a senator, but I remember I it, I, that. I, I think it was a representative. Yeah, I think so too. You know, it's like, here, in, here in Arizona, we have our Carrie Lake won the primary. She won, right? Did, did yeah. She, she officially won? Yes, and, she did. But it was a rate election, but she won. Did you like how she was losing at first? She was losing at first because it was when the numbers first started coming in. So the election was not over. So she claimed that they're cheating. And then when she started winning, oh, they're no, all of a sudden they're no longer cheating. And they're no longer trying to push her out. It's like... That's the secret. You could just, you know, change the narrative at will. Well, again... It, people will fall yeah, for it well, somehow. Well, it's like, <laughs> you're like, ain't that? Some shit. It's a 50 first Funny day how that works. You know, you wake up the next day and like, no, oh, hey, we won fair and square. Even though the, the night before they were cheating. Squirrel brain. It's crazy. <laughs> You're just like, what? I know. Do people that just, you know, that attention deficit syndrome that's just like, hey, squirrel. And, I think a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. Something. I think the instant gratification culture that we yeah. have now doesn't help. So, so we'll, we'll I know. I kind of like it, bread. A, we'll go, know, go into this part. They can, get, for, they can get everything they want. That, like really yeah. short quick. attention span stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's how um, like social media, it will pick up on what, what articles you read and it will just feed you more of those articles. 
So if you're leaning to more of the conspiracy theories, that's going to yeah. be in the news feed. It's just going to keep on going in this cycle. And it's presented as news. I mean, they're yeah. they're scrolling through and they're reading article. They're thinking, that's another reason why I don't want to be on there. I'm just like, I don't like what, what they, they should at least have to put on there. This is someone's opinion at the top, unless they're actually telling what actual news is. Yeah. If they want to do a news... Then it's going to be really boring. I hate to say it, but that's how news is. News, they just tell you the news. I mean, they don't. It soaks it with, like, the freedom of, you know, not having censorship. Also, like, personal responsibility should go hand in hand. And, you know, like, ability of people to I, I think discern we... between their... <laughs> What's true and not, but that kind of goes out the window. <laughs> well, it's kind of like we live in the Matrix. Like, ah. And because you're just living in different realities, <laughs> and the reality is whatever's being programmed into your head at the time. Like Carrie Lake said, um, if she wins, she's going to declare an invasion at the southern border, which means what the, hell? The, <laughs> state of Ari- the state of Arizona um, can use the National Guard militarily against people coming over the border. So does that mean that she's wow. also going to finally go after the businesses who hire illegal? She she said labor. that. She said that. She was like, yeah, more people are coming over here and they're driving wages down for the normal mm-hmm. normal work American workers. Well, then go after those businesses that yeah, are Yeah, go after the people who are hiring. Now, because you can hire people to come on work visas. Let's, yeah, let's point that out. That because some people, a lot of people get here legally on a, a green card or a visa or whatever, and then they just, like, once it expires, they just don't go back. So they're, like, already physically here. It's not right, like they're, like, most sneaking people over. Come in on planes. <laughs> Most people that come here and stay past their time fly in on a plane. They're not. They're yeah, not they're doing not the. Climbing over I know. The, that's the why I don't understand their logic. Well, it's also like. I but I'm it. like, go after the businesses that are doing the hiring. Yeah. You need yeah. to do that. Yep. And but also, you know, you hear the statistic like. Well, they've apprehended over 2 million people crossing the border illegally. Now, the, the, the secret of that is we apprehended 2 million people. Mm-hmm. But they say Biden has an open-door policy. So if it's an open-door policy, why did we apprehend 2 million people? Why can't people just look at the logic He's already of that? apprehended more than the entire Trump administration. The, the entire years of Trump being in office. Now, that could be because there's more people coming over illegal. Though. I guess it could be, but, but still. But don't, don't you think if you put out the message, like if, if um, you know, but somebody's listening to, um, you know, what, what's fuckface in Greg Abbott? Texas. Oh, Texas, yeah. Yeah. So if he's, if he's putting out the message... Oh, it's an open door policy. You can just come over here. No one's stopping you. Don't you think if you're like in Central America and you're picking up the news or you're looking at Facebook and, hey, look, they said just come on over. It's an open door policy. Don't you think that helps feed the people coming up? I also have I also have a um, solution to Greg Abbott's thing. It is, so he's been shipping 
People who are coming over, he ships them to New York and D.C., right? Yeah. Or he quit shipping them to D.C., now they're going to New York. Right. So why don't we ship all the unwanted babies that are forced to be... Why don't we ship all them to Texas on oh, buses? Okay. <laughs> no. Why don't... I mean, I, I am a person about solutions. I'm like, okay, well, then how can we fix this problem? You want to force, and your state more than any, your state is one of the top ones that is very anti-woman and blah, 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 and you don't want them getting abortions, so you can have all the babies then. <laughs> you get all the crying babies, we'll ship them there nice and safe, and you can um, have them. And you make you make Greg Abbott go pick them up, and he's forced to sit and coach with a plane <laughs> full of crying babies. Yeah, let him. <laughs> Let him see how you like that, smarty pants. Yeah, how easy it is to just raise a baby. Like, we have to do yeah. more fire with fire with these people. Like, remember my idea about they're stupid? They have that law in Texas where anyone can sue anyone who aids in a woman going and getting abortion, blah, blah, blah. Then I came up with, then why can't any woman sue a man for $10,000 if she said, yeah, sure, I'll have sex with you, but did not agree for the deposit to be put in her bank. If you know what I'm saying, because it seems like there's a lot of adults out there that are forgetting how babies are actually made. So there's a lot of people who need to go to sex oh, ed another, classes. Another but I'm aspect like, that is basically Right, did she say, did she say, get me pregnant? Women. Yeah, did she yeah. say, get me pregnant? No, she didn't. It's, so what, how about she can sue the man for $10,000 for getting her pregnant? You know, this is where voter, I mean, what the fuck? This is where voter, we need to come back with stuff like this back towards these people to well, be like, you see how ridiculous it is? Do you, well, are you understanding the it thing now? Thing is, they don't care because they they you know hold the cards and on their deck, and so they basically just get to be able to not care. But that is sort of like a, an example of of a reason why it's just about controlling women because if it was actually about babies then the other end of the of the equation would be held accountable to you and that's not part of the i know part of the discussion so it's only it's only ever like shaming women like oh you should they should keep their legs closed but nobody ever says oh keep his he should keep his dick Where in his did pain. that sperm come from? So, she do, she can't get herself <laughs> pregnant. But as far as like if they'd actually make equivalent things to you know like that, and they won't. It just it's cracks a bunch me of up. Old fucked up. Right, it cracks me up. Men that are in the government. So this is what they're like doing. They're, they're it it's even. men <laughs> getting mad at women because they can't control their own dicks. That's what it is. I'm like, how are you mad at the woman? You had the option to not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get graphic here, but you had the option to not shoot your load in there. I, I'm sorry. I know it sounds bad, but that's how men talk, and maybe they can understand it better that way. I don't know. Well, I think we're making a good case for voter ID, though, because okay, voter ID. You have to have on your ID which party you affiliate with, right? So before a woman has sex, she can decide, oh, you, you're you on that side? I'm not sleeping with you because you... You might not know yeah. how to yeah. work things. You might not know. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> Women should... 
I think I think women should say more stuff like that. I mean, I'm I'm a woman that says stuff like that. I'm like I, I'm I'm tired of listening to all the blame. I'm just I'm tired of it. I'm tired of them listening when it's like you guys are actually the ones that can control if women actually get pregnant. I don't know if you know that. Unless there's an issue sure where like of infertility care. <laughs> they right. don't care. Well, and I know, but they it's don't like have to take accountability if they just don't care. And, and if, 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 <laughs> I want that's why I want women to care more. Yeah. I want yeah. women to just I, I know so many women that are just they will do whatever their husbands say. And you can tell that that's not really what how they want to live their life, but they feel they've felt that way probably their entire life that they have to do that. And I'm like, no, you don't. What yeah. may, what makes him so much greater? It's well, definitely like something that's conditioned into. Yeah. Well, people. I mean, we, we know somebody that was a case like that, you know, this certain person that I got in trouble with that. Uh, she was in a relationship previous to me where he was a very way over there, uh-huh. you know, to, on the other side. And she just went along with it till one day. I think by listening to this podcast, she felt like she had, you know, she could use her voice to, you know, See, stand up for you what can change she... people's minds. Sometimes I want Yay. more women to do that. I mean, that's <laughs> no, no. It's it's not. This... Women can do whatever they want, whatever they yeah. put their mind to. They can do it too. They're just as strong. I mean, well, it's not necessarily we changed her mind. It was more the fact where she felt like she could speak her mind. Yeah. I think that's important. I think that's kind of one of the reasons why I stopped being afraid to speak up. Because, like, even if you speak up in a room full of people that disagree with you, there might be someone in there that's listening that, you know, feels, like, empowered to also stand up because they hear you talk, you know? How nerve-wracking was that to get up in front of that Board of Supervisors meeting? I felt like I was going to throw up and pass out when I was walking back. You did a great I, job, though. I did it, and I, I didn't really intend on on speaking at first, or I was unsure. Cause initially, I went there to support someone else. I went there to support I, Willow, yeah. and she's... Mm-hmm. She's really great in doing all the activism stuff, and she had a speech planned out and everything, and I always feel like there's this one aspect of of the subject that I don't usually hear a lot of people speak on, and so I asked her if she had that in her speech, and she said no, and so I basically just decided then on the spot that I was going to go up I will put uh, my name like, on that list. Yeah, good for like you. Right, right, Five and, minutes and, before the thing started. And, 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 and can you tell <laughs> good us? For you. Can you tell us what that was? Because that was brilliant, and that made me think. Wow, I didn't. I didn't think about that aspect the, of it. I I focus mainly on the bodily autonomy aspect, and there's uh-huh. actually a a, thing, a trial that happened called McFall versus Shimp in I think it was the '70s or something. That was in regards to whether someone uh, has to be forced to donate organs to 
save another person and and it was dictated by that 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 you can't be forced to donate your organs uh, so basically even even if you if you die and you're not an organ donor but you have viable organs they legally cannot harvest your organs even if it means that someone else's life will end uh, you know uh-huh. so so I brought that the that up because I felt like it was important to focus on the legal aspect and then also the the fact that the board of supervisors people in particular like when the pandemic was going on they they really made a, a big case to uh, reference bodily autonomy when they were against the mask mandates so I where it would help someone else i wanted to them to try to draw the conclusion of uh, using the same thought process when it comes to like standing up for for women's bodily autonomy for (laughs) because there's nothing more invasive than having to grow you know a fetus inside your body or grow something you know and birth it and and pregnancy is something that still kills a lot of women, even in developed countries. So I can't think of anything more along the lines of bodily autonomy than that. Even in the more United so States, their yeah. mask we have a <laughs> we have a bad record of that of yeah bad statistics on yeah we're, we're like a developed we're nation and we have the, horrible like we're actually yeah pretty bad as as far as developed countries so of women who <laughs> die in, in childbirth yeah. yeah so those those rates are going to go up now because of this whole thing like one of the things that uh, ectopic pregnancy is a debate in some of these states whether like the the way the wording is and some of the restrictive bills that the states have passed they make it really vague and ambiguous probably because the people that made these laws don't actually know shit about pregnancy or biology or anything but so they leave it ambiguous and so people that have things like ectopic pregnancies where where like the egg implants in somewhere it's not supposed to be like usually in the fallopian tubes and it starts growing and and Marilyn Monroe uh, had like two of those pregnancies. That's why she never had kids. The uh, treatment for that is like debate, debatably considered an abortion. Like because they remove that, they have to remove it, or else it will grow and kill it, the woman. Yeah. So that now, now it with all this, it's causing delayed and delayed treatments. And doctors having to basically like, like uh, present their case to to justify treatment, so people get further along and get more health problems because of it, or just like all all the legalities around it. The doctors are scared to be prosecuted if they if they perform the procedure. That and then something I was reading about that I didn't know much about. It's called a DNC, and it's 
when I guess when someone has a miscarriage and sometimes like it sounds graphic but sometimes the body doesn't naturally expel all of the contents of the miscarriage uh-huh. so the doctor has to go in and take out the rest uh-huh. like manually scrape it out and since some of the wording around these laws are is like inhibiting that and so if you leave you know festering bodily tissue in someone it can turn septic septic. (laughs) so that's also another aspect of this whole thing that i don't think a lot of people realize that's life-threatening like it's not cut and dry not everyone's pregnancies just go smoothly and i even know women that were were initially intending on having more children and now they're thinking against it because they, they've had like difficult pregnancies in the past that required different things or they've had miscarriages. Just like the whole list of, of the stuff that's in this weird gray area they've had in the past. And so now they're very reluctant to even get pregnant and have more children. So now there's people that were intending to have more that are choosing not to because of this and they're having to kind of like battle emotionally with that decision and that's another aspect that i don't think a lot of people think about (laughs) it's not just women or it's not just people that want to have children or that don't want to have children but people that were wanting to and yeah I don't know. There's just so many different things. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's your Facebook group that you started? Oh, uh, it's it's called Kingman Area Reproductive Freedom Alliance. Okay, and you can find this. <laughs> you can find this publicly. Yes. I just well, it's it's a private group, so you have to you know answer the questions and requests. But I just this morning like switch it over from from uh, hidden to visible so <laughs> now, now people can go oh cool just in time for the show yeah okay. I finally like got everything sorted out I was like I need to make security questions and stuff and try to weed out trolls <laughs> yeah. right and th- and you would have to approve any comments and you know, yeah, I did. I it. did set that up. It's just to weed out trolls too, because I don't know you might trust issues with people. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, see, look, we went all over the road here in this conversation, <laughs> but this is the brilliance of me and Snow is that we're able to wrap it up and bring it full circle back to where we started. Yay! <laughs> I guess we'd have to talk about Dennis or Adam and then. But, um, <laughs> Is that where we started? <laughs> but, now, but now we have to worry about monkeypox. Yeah. I mean, I'll be happy to get the vaccine as soon as they have more available. <laughs> it sounds like I'm a person that likes harder, vaccines. It's harder to get than COVID. Like you have to actually make contact with a, with a sore, I think, like an open sore, 
I think. It, I think that's what. Well, I it's could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it is transmitted through touch, but they've been finding out like somebody got it recently that was at like an outside event and Uh-oh. <laughs> they got it. But I mean, it's not. It's not as contagious as. Yeah, like where it's droplets it's through the air. Right. Yeah. It's not like that. It's it more like, like somebody scratched their scab and then like touched something and then someone else touched the thing that they touched. Or yeah. It's, I think I it's know. more along the lines <laughs> of like herpes know. kind of like where it's because herpes is like touch or HPV is touch, I think. Like, like an STD. Those, those kind. <laughs> well, it doesn't uh, only... They were saying at first that it mostly affects men who have sex with men. Like, that's what they keep saying when they talk about monkeypox. But they've been finding out that it affects other people, too. It, or, like, uh, chickenpox. I think that's... Is that through touch? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. a long time. Yeah, well, so. chickenpox chicken chicken is a form of herpes. There's, oh. Yeah, oh, I yeah. had I had shingles once. In my ear, and I went, and the doctor's like, oh, yes, you have herpes. You know, he had an accent. So I was like, like, I, go, I turned ear. around like this. What like, I was 19 at the time, what and I go, stuff I, go have you been doing? <laughs> I go, I don't got no herpes like that. You know, I was like all, like, pissed off, and he's like, he goes, no, 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 no. There are four different types of herpes. There is. He goes, have you ever had chicken pox? And I'm like... Yes, when I was a kid, he's like, then you have had herpes. You know, he's like, chicken pox is herpes, shingles is herpes. He's like, and then there is the kind that you are talking about. He's like, he wouldn't even say it, you know, he wouldn't (laughs) even say it. But he's like, then there is that kind of herpes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I. But that's how I, I learned about it. No better than to say word it that way, dude. So kid. almost everybody has herpes <laughs> technically because they've all had chickenpox, you know. I just think it's uh, Mother Nature just wanting to shake all the fleas off. We're a cancer know? and We're, it's yeah, trying to yes, eliminate yes. us. <laughs> yeah, but we, that explains all the storms right now too. Right. She's like, get the hell off of me. Right. That was a crazy storm the other night. I never seen anything like that in my life. Mm-hmm. I think I saw some lightning when I was driving over here that was doing that again. What's it called? Like vector well, lightning or something? Yeah, it's like buckle Vecna. up, buckle up. We'll be we'll be experiencing more of that as the years. I mean, it's it's like that. The planet is not in great shape. I mean, we're all doing, and it's like our fault, pretty much. I mean, It'd be nice if it would rain so we could get out of the drought, but. I don't think it. I think be nice it if it would take flooded. a lot more. <laughs> like, where's Noah when consistently you need for years and years? <laughs> like at Lake Mead. Like, where's Noah when you need him? Like today oh, God. <laughs> for the for the our Bible friends out there. You know, we need, <laughs> yeah. we need another flood at Lake Mead. You know, not not necessarily here, but we need help there. <laughs> Lake Mead and Lake Powell are both bad. Right I know, now. It, it's sad. Bad shape. Hey, and at least um, I got picked up at the airport by my conservative roommate, and we were talking about Lake Mead, and he finally said, yes, the water situation needs to be addressed. And he was talking They're about... They're finally talking about He was, about talking, about, he was talking about climate change. And I'm like going, 
All right. What? You're, you're coming around. Hmm. Just get on board a little bit see, for stuff like yeah. that. They don't believe it till they literally see it and yep. experience it themselves. <laughs> when the water goes away, what's going to happen to all of us? It's like... Like the apocalypse. <laughs> all right, well, Kat, like thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming on, Kat. Yes, thank you, Kat. It Thanks was fun. for having and me. What we'll have Glad you I again. didn't freak out and pass out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can, and, and, and you can and come the, back uh, again. You can come back again and, and not you, pass out. And you didn't start <laughs> tripping from the bad gummy bears? Oh, I haven't. I don't feel it yet. I ate some apparently gummy bears that were past their best buy date. So now we wait. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine, especially if it was just April. I think, like, I think I was watching something on the fact that expiration dates, you can still, it's depending on what it is, you can go like past a it a little by bit. date and a, and a best by date are different, at what, least. Right. <laughs> what, what is in a gummy bear that would go bad, though? Gelatin? I don't know. Would that go bad? Does it? I don't know. <laughs> I think it'd be like Twinkies. I mean, they, they get hard. That's all. That's yeah. It, so. Oh, I was I was going to mention that the things I'm working on with the group right now is I'm working on partnering with, uh, with a national group called N-A-R-A-L. And, and what does that stand for? <laughs> it's... I looked it up, and apparently their acronym has changed several times, and I don't oh. honestly remember what it currently oh, okay. stands for. I was because I, I have <laughs> never they, heard of them, and yeah. I'm sure some of our listeners haven't. They do so. activism for for uh, like women's rights and abortion, and but okay. uh, I I'm talked with the state representative for them and. She was saying that they they want to get like representatives for each of the counties and uh, branch out that way. And they don't they don't have someone from Mojave County yet. So I'm looking into is it going to be you with them? Yeah, I'm looking into like making cool. our group kind of under them, and I'm also looking into. Uh, coordinating with the women's march it's the group is literally called women's march and they do a lot of like the rallies and stuff mm-hmm. and i've been to a couple of planning them. a nation they're planning a nationwide one october 8th and 9th which is a saturday and sunday and i'm looking into like coordinating with them because i want to have one here and I want to do it like somewhere real visible, like Stockton Hill Road. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's just get people, you know, like in riled up again and thinking about like you know voting for voting for politicians that are that have your back with yeah. our interests and well, look at what right. happened in Kansas. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have you come back on again before that to yeah speak about it <laughs> and get everybody energized and whatnot to yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. excited. So that's what I've been trying to coordinate. <laughs> cool. Yay. Cool. Yeah. Well, you're doing a good job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 
it's not easy and it's like a learning process, but just you and know there's a lot of a lot of other people aside from just me too, like I don't know. I feel like oh, yeah. I, be people I to might help. not know the answer to something, but I feel like I know enough other people that have have like resources and, and education that I can like reference to to figure out how to get stuff done. Yeah, and Willow's a good ally. Yeah. Have, like she can probably help you out a lot. She's good yeah. at, she's good at organizing like stuff. All all a group effort. Mm-hmm. It's all appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well on that note we're gonna wrap this one up. Alrighty. It's good to be back in the studio again. <laughs> right. Despite the technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh Cat, we will talk again soon. And Snow, we will talk again soon. <laughs> we'll probably we'll probably do a sh- quick one from uh, the Killers. We'll do a remote from the, the Killer Show. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, can't wait. Right, Friday night, right? Yeah. Friday night. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and I need to go pack for Phoenix. Yeah. Back for a few days, and I'm off again. Okay, so on that note, we'll wrap this up, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. Thank you.